Mark said in verse 1 of his book, the beginning of the good news about Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God. Mark just about started the story about Jesus with baptism, with John baptizing, with John baptizing Jesus. And we might wonder as we read this story, why was Jesus baptized? We wonder that as we see exactly what baptism is according to Mark and who Jesus is. We heard in verse 4 that John was preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. So John was in the Jordan River washing people with water as repentance. Now to repent means to turn. The idea is that a person is walking in one direction and makes a 180 degree turn toward the other direction. A person turns from sin. That's why the people went out confessing their sins. They recognized that they had thoughts, words, and actions in their lives that were against the will of God for them. So that's the first part of repentance. Then there's an important second part of repentance, turning to God, who can and does forgive. And that's what baptism provides. People are washed in baptism, forgiven. They are promised forgiveness along with the gifts of faith and salvation. And so we wonder, why was Jesus baptized? So far from the book of Mark, we already know that Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus didn't have any sins that he needed to repent from. Jesus was already walking on the perfect path that God had laid out for people. Jesus didn't need the forgiveness that was offered in baptism. And yet Jesus was baptized. Jesus humbled himself to join us in our weakness. Jesus came to live the life that we couldn't live, a perfect life. So if all people need to be baptized, Jesus would be baptized too. Jesus humbled himself to be baptized, even though he didn't need the forgiveness offered there for himself. How much more do we need baptism? But do we always like to hear John preach this baptism of repentance? Do we always like to hear John tell us to repent, or do we sometimes resist that command to recognize that there are sins in our life, things that we do that are against God's will for us, thoughts, words, or actions that are against what God tells us to do in his word? That's what's intended in the confession and forgiveness part of our worship service when we pause the first time. We think about what really are those things in my life that I need forgiveness for, that are sins against God, and that I need to turn from.
do we like to hear that message from John? We usually don't. At least there's a part of us that doesn't. Because by nature, we are fully sinful. By nature, we don't like to admit our sins. Instead, we like to put on masks so that we look a lot better to other people than we really are. We like to kind of hide our sin by maybe admitting to some more uh, obvious little mistakes so that the big sins aren't revealed to other people. The truth is, is that there is no one who does good all the time. And so when we look into God's word and see exactly what he calls a sin, then we can't hide. Then we are shown exactly how sinful we are. When we are shown our sins by a brother or sister in Christ, we can't help but see that we aren't perfect. We have to admit it at least to ourselves. And if we have deluded ourselves to thinking that we don't have any sins that we need to repent from, if we are so blinded to our current sins that we think that we're good now, that there's no more repentance needed, my life of repentance is over, I already did that, I can move on to more practical things in my life. Well, then at least we can look outside of ourselves and see who is against us. And that is the devil himself. The devil is a powerful, evil angel. Look at any account in scripture of people meeting angels to see the power that angels have. Most often, the people are terrified, and that's fear at the power of a holy angel of God. In the devil's case, that power is used against us. The Bible compares the devil to a lion looking for someone to devour. And the devil looks for Christians to devour. He already has unbelievers. He doesn't need to work too hard on them. The devil looks for us to devour, and he tries to devour us by tempting us to sin, to separate us from God. He tempts us to think that repentance was a thing of the past, and we don't need it anymore. That living with these little sins that I have is okay. We need baptism. We need the forgiveness offered there. We need to recognize sin and turn to God. And that's a little more obvious to some of us who can look back on our lives or our week and see the obvious sins that we somehow fell into. For others, you can look at who you're up against, the powerful evil angel called the devil, and realize that you must have fallen into his temptations at some point. We need baptism. We need a savior from this devil and the sin that he has trapped us in. And Mark told us that simple good news. Mark opened up his book, the beginning of the good news about Jesus. Mark shares that simple good news with us, that we needed a Savior, yes, but we have one in Jesus. Why was Jesus baptized? 
Well, in his baptism, he was commissioned to save us. In Jesus' baptism, that was the start of his official work as Savior for us. This is the beginning of the good news. Like the kings and prophets in the Old Testament were anointed with oil to commission them for their work. Like a king might be crowned to start his reign. Like a president might be sworn in to start his work. Jesus was baptized to start his work as Savior. To start his important work. And we see exactly what that work is right after Jesus' baptism. In verse 12, we hear that Jesus was sent out into the wilderness. And there he was tempted by the devil. Jesus went out into that wilderness to do what we haven't been able to do. Be tempted by the devil and resist that temptation every single time. Because Jesus is more powerful than the devil where we have fallen for the devil's traps and temptations. Jesus never did. Jesus always defeated the devil. Jesus ultimately defeated the devil and the sin that the devil has trapped us in on the cross. Where we have tried to mask and cover over sin, Jesus put sin on full display. Jesus was crucified in the open, in the middle of the day, most likely along a road on the way into Jerusalem. Anyone who passed by could have seen the effects of sin, and not Jesus' own sin, but ours. They could have seen the nails in Jesus' hands and feet. They could have seen the cuts in his head from the crown of thorns. They could have seen the marks on his body from the whips. They could have seen a suffering man struggling to breathe more and more as the minutes went by. Jesus dealt with sin completely out in the open. Jesus put sin on full display so that he could show that he took the full punishment for sin. Sin is paid for. Anyone who walked by could have seen it, and we can see it when we look in the Bible. We see that Jesus died on the cross to take away the sin of the whole world. Sin has been dealt with. You are forgiven. That's the important work that Jesus was starting with his baptism. That work that would climax on the cross. The work of winning forgiveness of sins for us. Why was Jesus baptized? Well, we already said he was commissioned to save us. We also see in Jesus' baptism that we are joined with him in baptism. We heard that in Romans 6. That we are baptized into Christ. Jesus was baptized to show us that we are connected to him in baptism. So we know that Jesus died and rose from the dead. When we die, we will also rise from the dead because we are connected to Jesus. 
at Jesus' baptism. We see the relationship that Jesus had with the Father and the Holy Spirit. We are connected to Jesus. We get to share in that relationship. So the Holy Spirit came down on Jesus as a dove. The dove is a symbol of peace. It was shown that God had peace with Jesus. And we have that same peace with God resting on us all the time because we are connected to Jesus. We heard what the Father had to say to Jesus, that he loves him and is pleased with him. Of course he is. He is his son. And Jesus always resisted temptation, always followed God's will. Well, we are connected to Jesus. So the Father loves you and is pleased with you. Because we are connected to Jesus through baptism, God sees you just as he sees his own perfect son. At his baptism, Jesus actually began his work of saving us. Baptism is a beginning for us too. The beginning of our lives of faith. Because we are promised there that that is where we receive faith, along with forgiveness and salvation. So baptism is a beginning, but we don't leave baptism in the past. No, instead we live every day in our baptisms. What does that mean? Well, what did John say baptism was? It was a baptism of repentance, and so we repent every day. That first part of repentance, that we recognize our sins, that we have thoughts, words, and actions that we really do commit against God's will. And we do that knowing the second part of repentance. We turn and see Jesus. That we remember our baptisms, that we are connected to Jesus. And so we are also connected to the work that Jesus did of forgiving our sins on the cross. Jesus' baptism, our baptism, the beginning of the good news. Amen.